Hi, this is Linda. This is podcast number 19. What does life expect from you? In this week's podcast, we will have segments that talk about today is June 18th. So we will talk about the characteristics for that birthday. And we will have a segment on the book by Leo Pusqualia titled Love. It is an older book written in the 1970s, and he had a class at USC about love. And I came across it in the 1980s while I was trying to figure out who I was and where was I going in the future. We will have a segment on the pecking order and how it's okay with where you are in your family dynamics. We'll have a segment from Myers-Briggs Personality Inventory on your personality development over the years. So here we go. If you were born on June 18th, you are a Gemini. You can be impatient and energetic. You are fun to be around, and you approach life with a realistic and enthusiastic force, and you have a bubbly presence that brings life into your conversations in addition to your moodiness. Sorry about that. You are sensitive and temperamental individuals who preserve emotional stability, although you can have a sharp tongue. You have persuasive qualities that enable a quick recovery from any negative activity. You like to have fun and find things commonplace or routine to be boring. You are extremely spontaneous and powerful. You are open-minded and perceptive. You are likely generous and will succeed in life. You have a positive attitude towards life, and you should reap the rewards of being tolerant of others. You will attract many social relationships that are sensuous and receptive to your love needs. You are most known for your smooth ways in which you seem to deal with strife and conflict. You can be a little distrusting when it comes to romance, but are lovable and affectionate person. You tend to live in fear of a relationship that takes away your freedom. You have a curious nature. You are inspiring and tend to dream and put those dreams down to paper for the start of a new goal. Those are all good characteristics. You Usually you surround yourself with supportive people. You give your projects t- the time and effort needed to contribute to your future success. You have a sense of strength, foresight, and security to know that reaching financial goals and independence are within your reach. Your attitude is flowing with a healthy radiance inward and outwardly. Your ruling planet is Mercury. 
Your favorite numbers are 9 and 6. Your colors are red and yellow. And your days are Wednesday and Tuesday. And your gemstone is agate. Now, I know somebody born on June 20th. And a lot of these characteristics fit that person to a T. So, you know, and it depends upon where the sun is and the vibration of the universe at the time of the person's birth. And that's why you always have the same characteristics at that time of birth. The next segment is on a, the book uh, called, titled Love, Just Love, by Leo Buscalia. He was a professor at USC. Because his awareness of life, Professor Leo developed a love course at USC. Love is a result of the interactions with his students in this course. Dr. Pasquale's basic theory is that love is learned and that everyone can and should learn to love. Through his teaching, his lectures, and writings, Professor Pasqualia is exerting a timely influence on us all as he tells us what living is really about. The following is from his book. Love is a learned phenomenon, and I think the sociologist, the anthropologist, psychologist will let us know this with no hesitation. What worries me, as the professor goes on, is that maybe many of us are not happy with the way we learned it. That is true. That is true. From I, I'm saying that as an experienced person. From all our childhood, because we look at love is different to everybody. Continuing on with Professor Leo, as experienced as experienced human beings, we must certainly believe in one thing more than anything else. We believe in change. And so if you do not like where you're at where you are in terms of love, you can change it. You can create a new scene. You can only give away what you have. That is the miracle. If you have love, you can give it. If you do not have it, you do not have it to give. Actually, it is not even a matter of giving. It is a matter of sharing. Love has really been ignored by the scientist. It is amazing. My students and I did a study. We went through books in psychology. We went through books in sociology. We went through books in anthropology, and we were hard-pressed to find any reference to the word love. This is shocking because it is something we all need, something we all are continuing looking for, and yet there is no class on it. In discussing love, it would be well to consider the following premises, Dr. Leo says. One cannot give what he does not possess. To give love, 
you must possess love. One cannot teach what he does not understand. To teach love, you must comprehend love. One cannot know what he does not study. To study love, you must live in love. One cannot appreciate what he does not recognize to recognize. To recognize love, you must be receptive to love. One cannot have doubt about that which he wishes to trust. To trust love, you must be convinced of love. One cannot admit what he does not yield to. To yield to love, you must be vulnerable to love. One cannot live what he does not dedicate himself to. To dedicate yourself to love, you must be forever growing in love. Love is a dynamic interaction, lived every second of our lives, all of our lives. Therefore, it is everywhere at every time. If one wishes to know love, one must live love in action. This is a wonderful small book that says a lot about a four-letter word that means so much to many of us. It helped me in the years that I studied it and gained from it to be open to love again when I felt so betrayed and hurt years before. Our next segment is on the pecking order. Now, this is kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing, but it's really how, how the pecking order came about. It was first coined in 1921 by Thorleif Ebby. That is a Swedish kind of name. To describe the hierarchy of a, of a chicken flock dynamics. And it, became, it came into popular usage in the 1930s. At time, the pecking order can can make life extremely difficult for both chicken and chicker keeper, chicken keepers. That had, and that can be said about humans, that the pecking order can be extremely difficult for humans in a family order. I do not think this is tongue-in-cheek, but is real history on the pecking order in a chicken coop. But the following is some of the problems that happen, not only be in a chip, chicken coop, but in a home with parents and children, the firstborn, the middle, the younger. I mean, you can, you can just transfer this. So the pecking order problems, he says, in a chicken coop, coop is adding new birds to your flock. That's like adding a new baby to the family. Or if you have sick or injured birds, or you have sick or injured family members. Or if you have a bully bird, a chicken, a chicken that's a bully. They have those in chicken flocks. How these all relate to human pecking order is such a humor, humorous laugh, laugh for me. My sister was a bully, manipulating bully no, more, no less, and it became an art form for her as I grew up. My little brother was added as a new bird to the flock. How ingenious, but I think the author was serious about his chicken flocks. Sometimes we just need a good laugh. 
Now on to the segment of Myers-Briggs Personality Type Inventory. Today we will talk about the ENFP, which is warmly enthusiastic and imaginative. You see life as full of possibility. You make connections between events and information very quickly and confidently. Proceed based on patterns as you see it. You want inf- a lot of affirmations from other and readily give appreciation and support. You're spontaneous and flexible. Often rely on the ability on the ability to improvise and their verbal fluency. Now on to your personality and personality and careers as you're, as measured through the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator Instrument can help you with career planning at every stage from your choices of subjects and majors in school to choosing your first career to advancing in your organizational changing careers later in life. People f- often find difficulty defining what kind of work they want to do or why a given field makes them comfortable or uncomfortable. Personality type is a practical tool for investigating what works for you, then looking for and recognizing work that satisfies your preferences. Know your MBTI type may, for example, prove helpful in deciding what specific areas of law, medicine, education, or business a person prefers. A person with preference of introversion may find he or she is happier doing research, while a person who prefers extroversion may favor a field with more interaction with people. These are all great characteristics. We each have lots of characteristics. Know yours. The the only way you're going to age healthy and die healthy and die of just old age instead of disease is knowing self. Have a great week. Talk with you next week. Take care and be careful and do prevention. See you then. Bye-bye.